Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Radio. Wow, this is your Sinatra voice. Oh, son, I can kill Sinatra on karaoke. Here we Sinatra, are. and believe it or not, Johnny Cash. Here we are. We got a, a fun new guest coming up. And I let Raj DJ the first hour of the show because we were doing hip-hop lessons. And then he sneaks one by me. Not that, you know, Frank Blue Eyes is anything bad. It's, you know, all-time great classic what? American music for sure. But I thought we were going to keep on rolling on the hip-hop. So now... Michael Guinea is probably wondering what the hell these guys do. Listen to some Frank Sinatra on a Wednesday afternoon, but we're getting uh, we're getting down. We're getting down. Son, Frank Sinatra, <laughs> straight gangster <laughs> for sure. For, well, literally and figuratively speaking, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely and figuratively speaking. Welcome back, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on uh, the Nuanas Now podcast, which is probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business grow. Nuanas Now podcast also presented by the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Is, visit msubookstore.org. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. And actually, I, I was thinking about this the other day. When we first instituted... The ESPN Roundtable. I think this was probably four or maybe even five years ago. Initially, we did our first four subjects were four young men that were seniors on the University of Montana men's basketball team, including the young man who joins us right now, Michael Ogine, one of our favorites, a guy who joined us all the time when he was a Grizz basketball player. Now he's been abroad so often that we haven't caught up with him in a while. Mike, good to hear from you, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Good to hear your voice. Good to be back. Well, first of all, just uh, give us an update. Where are you at in the world? I know you're coming back to Missoula next week, and that was what kind of inspired me to hit you up. We'll get to that here in uh, just a little bit. But uh, where are you at in the world? Where have you been at in the world? Yeah, so right now I'm back home in L.A. Uh, I've been back for about a month. Uh, the past three years I've been playing in France. So, yeah, actually all through my pro years I've been in the same country three different teams, but um, kind of just been all over France the past three years and um, just been traveling when I can, but um, yeah, it's good to be back home finally. Usually I only get about a month to a month and a half 
back in the States through the summer. So, yeah, just kind of enjoying time, being home, spending time with my friends, family. And, um, yeah, excited to be back to Missoula next week. Well, tell us about the experience uh, playing overseas. I love this because, uh, first of all, basketball uh, in Europe is, is so competitive and it's such a great opportunity, but also what a fun deal. You know, you graduate college and then you get to go see the world at large. I know you yourself and, and several other guys with Grizz ties like Ahmad Rory and Syed Pridget have been doing this. So uh, just take us through your experience. What have you thought of living abroad? What have you thought of living in France? Honestly, it's, it's been great. You know, I can't lie. Uh, I got really comfortable out there. You know, that's one of the benefits of being in the same country for a few seasons in a row. You kind of, you know, find your rhythm in a place. So I picked up the language, you know, I picked up kind of the way of life, like the pace of life out there. Uh, it's, it's been really nice. And in terms of the basketball, it's been going well too. You know, the game is very different over in Europe as opposed to how we kind of played in the States. So we've just been learning, adjusting. But overall, man, I, I can't, I can't lie to you. I've had a blast. It's, uh, it honestly, it's, Sometimes it's a, bit, it's a little bit hard to come back home and adjust because I, I got so used to the way they live out there um, in terms of, like, the pace of life. You know, things are a lot faster here. You know, we're always kind of in a rush as opposed to over there where, you know, things are more laid back and um, calmer, I would say. So, but, yeah, it's, it's been nice. Michael Logini joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Mike, a former Grizz basketball player, now currently playing professionally over there in France. You mentioned picking up the language. I can actually hear a little bit of the French accent in your in your voice. So, uh, it, I mean, what, what's that been like? What's the language barrier been like? Um, no, it's funny you say that because people that haven't, you know, either have never met me or haven't heard me speak in a while, they'll say that. They'll be like, oh, like, I hear an accent. But the people I talk to all the time, um, you know, they don't. Like, they don't hear anything. So it's always weird. I'm still not sure how I feel about that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's, uh, it, it's, been, it's been good to learn a new language just because, you know, my motivation really was um, I didn't want to be that guy that always needed someone to translate or always needed, you know, somebody to accompany them if they're going out places. You know, we spend so, so much time overseas. It's like 10 months out of the year. So to me, it just made sense to pick up the language as quickly as I can. So that way I'd be able to, you know, feel more comfortable. And that way it doesn't feel, you know, so much like a deployment. It doesn't feel like, oh, like, you know, I'm just, I'm being shipped off for 10 months. Can't wait to be home. It's kind of like, you know, this is how my life is now. Might as well adjust. So it's been good. It's been challenging. It's not an easy language. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been a fun, it's been a fun, like a uh, little experiment trying to learn a new language. Well, I love that. I love that you want to get acclimated to just the lifestyle in general because you're right. I mean, you're going to be spending most of your time there, so might as well you know, go all in on it and learn about a new culture, new place, all that sort of stuff. Give us your ideal French day. I mean, obviously, if you have a game, it's probably different than if you don't have a game. But, I mean, you know, if you have the day off, give us just the rundown. What are you doing? What what, what are your activities there in France? Okay. So, if I got the day off... Um I will try to make a plan to head into the city. The teams I played for, I've, I haven't been like in like a major city, but I've always been, you know, about 30 to an hour outside of a major city. So Paris or Lyon, for example. So if I have a day off, you know, I'll wake up, have a little coffee. You know, there's um, some coffee places around my house. Usually I'll just, you know, get up, grab something. And then, you know, like I try to head out in the morning, you know, get to the city by around noon maybe have lunch, and then honestly just kind of walk around, maybe do some shopping, 
um, visit some stores, maybe catch like a movie or something. And I kind of just try to spend that off day in a major city without really like a plan, just kind of exploring and seeing where the day takes me. And um, there's so much to do that, you know, you kind of just, the time flies. So I never really, you know, find myself being too bored when you're in a major city like that because, you know, there's always something to do. Um, usually, like, you know, if I feel good for, if I feel up for the drive, you know, I'll head back. But sometimes if I'm feeling good, maybe we don't have practice until the evening the next day. Maybe I'll take a hotel and just stay in the city and, you know, kind of just keep doing that same thing of just exploring and see what's happening. And then I head back home probably the next day or late at night and get ready for the next day, which is going to be practice. So that's kind of my day. Not too exciting, but, um, you know, I, I, find, uh, I find it enjoyable. So that's kind of my thing. Well, man, it sounds so great. One of the uh, tough parts when you live abroad is is uh, adjusting to the food. But, I mean, the French are just so well-known for how great the food is. So how, how's that part been? Is the food pretty good? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as advertised, you know. It's, uh, it's funny because there are obviously some, you know, traditional French dishes that are, you know, um, going to be strange to us. But for the most part, it's the same thing that we eat over here. It's just I think the difference is, the preparation and probably the quality of ingredients. I think it's a lot easier to get um, fresher ingredients out there. And I think they, you know, pay more attention, take more care with how the meals are prepared. So it's honestly been a treat. You know, every time I go out and eat, it's, it's an enjoyable thing. It's a, it's a very social thing in France. Like, you know, when people go out to eat, it's very much a social event where they're talking, they're hanging out, spending hours, you know, eating lunch or dinner. Me, I kind of go alone a lot when I go to eat, so I always kind of sometimes will get looks as if, as if like, you know, what is he doing alone? Like, where's friends? You know, but actually, <laughs> I enjoy kind of just, you know, hanging out and experiencing new places, new restaurants to eat, so it's been good, man. Michael Ogine joining us here on Nuanas Now, uh, former Grizz men's basketball player, multiple-time All-Big Sky selection there at the University of Montana, now playing pro ball. Uh, in France, he is hosting a couple deals, uh, some basketball seminars and a camp coming up next week uh, here in Missoula. We'll get to that here in just a little while. Um, but you mentioned just sort of the differences in the game, Mike, and it's so interesting to analyze basketball across all levels of basketball. Right now, high school basketball is so much different than Division One basketball. Division One basketball is different than every other type of basketball that's played in the country or in the world right now. It's just totally different style and then you know european basketball is different than the nba there's so many different styles of the game how would you describe the, the style there in europe and, and what do you think are the biggest differences from maybe what you were playing the, the, the couple of years leading up to your professional career hmm, good question like i think to answer that uh, i'll start a little bit with kind of the structure and like how teams are set up so you know when i was playing not to sound like old head but like you know back in my day a portal wasn't really a thing. So, you know, you sign, like, out of high school or junior college, but you, you know, you have your offers, you take your visits, and then you commit to the school, and it's a four-year thing. That's, you know, the expectation. Of course, people transfer even before the portal, but it was pretty much, you know, like, you're locked in for four years. Um, I think now it's, it almost seems like it's a year-to-year thing. You know, even um, guys that, you know, do commit and, you know, are planning to stay four years, they kind of are probably tempted to, I mean, you know, test the waters a little bit. And in that regard, it's a little bit more similar to pro because um, so a lot of the deals that are signed are one-year deals. Um, so for me, example, I've signed three different contracts and they've all been one-year deals. So it's kind of like at the end of the season, I'm able to, like, you know, evaluate my options, 
if the team will have me back, you know, that's an option. Or if I decide to, like, you know, try something else, I have that freedom too. So it's kind of interesting to see how college has shifted towards that. But the difference is, you know, like, we're professionals and college is still amateur. And, you know, there's still the school aspect and the social aspect. So it's a little bit strange, I think, how, you know, players are kind of just, you know, moving around a lot without having, like, so much of a, of a commitment to one place. Uh, I'm kind of digressing a little bit, but to the basketball side of it, man, I would say the biggest difference is the speed and athleticism. You know, I think in the States, that's a huge emphasis, you know, guys that are fast, strong, athletic, all those things. Overseas, you got guys that are using their head a lot more to make up for those, you know, um, deficiencies athletically. And, you know, some of the best players in these leagues overseas are just, you know, not physically imposing, not the fastest, not the strongest. But, man, like, they're just thinking two, three steps ahead of everybody, and they're able to get advantages that way. So I would say using your head is probably the biggest, you know, difference between playing overseas and playing in the States and college specifically. Well, it's like Luka Doncic said during his uh, uh, rookie year in the NBA. He said, all the Americans tell me that I'm – I'm slow and I can't jump, but I still go wherever I want on the court, right? So that's kind of exactly. exactly what you're talking about, right? Exactly. There's more to it than just, you know, speed and athleticism. So for you, overseas. for you, what was the biggest challenge? I mean, how did you think your game translated? What have you had to alter or, or change or work on it in your game to fit in in that style? Um, to be honest, like, I, I actually had a, also had a pretty good transition to the pro game. Um, it made it really easy because, well, kind of like as I alluded to, the be- to before, we signed one-year deals, and or I signed a one-year deal, and the coach is pretty clear with what they want from you. Like, uh, especially you know rookies and young players, they kind of will tell you, look, this is exactly what I want. This is like you know I picked you for a reason. Like these are your qualities, so I want you to just do that to the best of your ability. So in that way, it almost made it easier because you know you don't have to think so much about trying to fit in. It's just you know you were here for a reason. So I was actually able to kind of just play to my strengths, and I found it, you know, pretty uh, – I, I found the transition pretty easy. The biggest thing, though, I'd say it's probably off the court, and that's just taking care of your body because, you know, the way I play, you know, I'm, um, I'm a fast guy. I'm athletic. I like to get to the rim. I like to get in the paint. Um, so at the same time, I'm asking a lot of my body. In college, you know, we had the strength coaches. We had so much time, you know, together in the world-class facility at the Champion Center. So our bodies were really, you know, you know, we really put a lot of work into that. In the overseas level, you know, some teams just don't put that same emphasis on, you know, athleticism and strength and conditioning and explosiveness. So I kind of suffered in that regard. You know, I was we were practicing two times a day. I was, you know, asking a lot of my body. But at the same time, I wasn't able to keep up physically. So, um, you know, I was dealing with injuries in the beginning of my career. So as of now, I would say, like, uh, the biggest thing has been taking care of my body, you know, recovery, treatment, ice baths, massages, all that stuff. So that's been the biggest difference for me. Michael Guinea joining us here on Nuanas Now, our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You got 18 draft beers, more than 25 big screen TVs. And uh, food and drink specials all day and all evening open seven days a week there on Brook Street, 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. You mentioned sort of just the, the state of of uh, college hoops right now. What do you think of it? Because you were a senior right before sort of all this crazy pandemonium happened, whether it was the pandemic and then the extended eligibility that came from it or 
the one-time transfer rule where you can go wherever you want without having to sit out, all the name, image, and likeness stuff. It's been sort of a free-for-all these last couple of years. For, as a former college athlete, what do you think of just the way that it's all going down here stateside? You know, honestly, it's, it's, it's a lot because in a lot of ways, that's like a dream come true. You know, I talked with a few of my teammates you know, back when we were playing, and we would have loved to have, you know, this freedom that the players have now. But I think, you know, the intentions are good, but I think we're seeing some unintended consequences of, you know, kind of opening up that Pandora's box. Um, one thing I think for high school seniors, it seems like it's a, a lot harder, you know, to find your way onto a team straight out of high school. You know, you have to really, really be something because, you know, coaches are kind of looking at the portal and saying, you know, I can just grab, you know, someone with two, three years of experience um, as opposed to, uh, you know, an 18-year-old fresh out of high school who's never played college basketball. So that made it tougher for the incoming freshmen. And kind of what I alluded to earlier, just the continuity. You know, you kind of just have pretty much new teams every year with guys just you know, entering the portal and leaving. So it's, it's probably tough for the fans too, you know. A lot of the like a big part, especially in Montana, you know, was how the fans could really, you know, watch players come in as freshmen and grow over four years. I think that was a big part of the appeal to the Grizz. Um, I think it could be tough when, you know, you have so many new faces coming in and out. It might be hard to keep that fan interest. So, yeah, it's, it sounds good. And on paper, I think, you know, it, it, it's really good for the players. But I think we are seeing, you know, the, the downside of all this freedom. So it'll be interesting to see how it ends up. It is so interesting because I think back to your guys' group, and I remember that group when you guys were juniors. You guys had the same starting lineup the entire year. Part of that comes from luck. You know, nobody got hurt. But also part of it just comes from just how cohesive that unit was, and it was such a huge key to your guys' success. And then, you know, since the graduation of that class, you sort of had this, you know, Saeed Pridget was sort of this, this centerpiece. And then since he graduated... The entire roster's been in flux. I mean, it seems like half the Grizz team is new each year the last couple of years, and I think it's it's affected them uh, and made it harder for them to be able to win. So, uh, I mean, do you keep up with the Grizz? And if so, what do you just think of sort of the state of Grizz hoops these days? Yeah, no, I definitely you know keep up as much as I can. It's tough to watch the games, but I do keep in touch with pretty much all the coaches, um, Ando, Carl, Flo, Trav, you know. And, yeah, like you said, we, we had a really good run, you know, my class. And it's tough, you know, to not have that same success, you know. Um, but it's tough. At the same time, there's always bringing in new faces, like you said, and it's hard to kind of build some continuity, build some camaraderie like we have. You know, I'm hoping the best for them. You know, obviously, they had a lot of success. They know what they're doing. So it's, I think it's just a matter of time, you know, if we can get some guys to just, you know, commit to, you know, a few years, sticking out through the rough times. I think, you know, the guys can get back to their ways, so... Yeah, I'm really hoping hoping that they can get that uh, figured out. Michael Ogina here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. He is hosting a hoop seminar upcoming uh, June 29th and 30th. So that's uh, next week here in Missoula. A couple different options here. Uh, it'll be a seminar for both high school boys and girls and uh, also a 7th and 8th grade uh, boys and girls uh, seminar as well. This is in association with our friends over at Failure Sports Specific. Uh, Failure Sports Specific, uh, run by a couple other former uh, Grizzlies. Stephen Failure was a great football player for the Grizzlies when I was in college. And then uh, his now wife, uh, Elisa Failure, was a, a, a Elisa Smith during her playing days for Lady Grizz. Uh, awesome player and won several Big Sky Championships there uh, when Robin Selvig was still the head coach. So they've, they've done a great job developing their uh, facility out there. 
west of town, and uh, they're doing such a great job helping uh, high school athletes develop and chase their Division One dreams here uh, in Missoula. Mike, tell us about this hoop seminar. How did it come about, and uh, what do you hope to sort of get across to the kids next week? Yeah, so um, actually the first one was last year. It was while I was still overseas. You know, I kind of got in contact with Luis uh, over at the gym. So I, a little bit of background, you know, I spent some time working there after my senior year. So this was during like that COVID era when um, I initially went overseas, came back, and I was spending some time in Missoula, actually finishing my master's, uh, just kind of like spending time in between um, contracts. And during that time, I was coaching kids over at the, at the gym. So we built, like, a relationship. So I hit her up last year, and I said, you know, I'd really like to, you know, work with the kids again. And, um, you know, we kind of bounced some ideas off of each other. And to me, like, the biggest thing was, you know, I wanted to just pass on some knowledge to the children and um, children or young, young men and women that are, you know, trying to get to that next level. So I kind of called it a seminar just because, you know, we are going to be training. It's going to be, you know, like a, you know, a camp type of vibe, a clinic, however you want to call it. But a lot of information was exchanged. That was my goal. And last year we were really successful. I think the kids, you know, came with a lot of energy. They had a lot of questions. We took time to actually just sit down and um, speak with them, myself, Lise, and we had one other player, uh, Kevin, who is a coach and played uh, in the state of Montana. So that was, you know, my my biggest thing was, yes, give them, you know, skills, give them, you know, workouts and drills, but also just kind of give them some information that would help them, you know, in their endeavors. So that's kind of my goal and hoping that we can get the same thing running next week. So looking forward to that. If you want to register for this, you can visit failersports.com. That's P-F-A-H-L-E-R sports.com. I'll put that on our various social media accounts as well. I actually just reposted it to our ESPN MT uh, Instagram account, so you can go find some some information there. Uh, anything else people need to know about this, Mike, if they want to get involved? Yeah, I mean, so, like I said, it's a seminar where a lot of you know knowledge will be shared. In terms of, um, you know, last year, I would say the theme was really confidence, was, you know, understanding... What does it mean to be a confident basketball player? And, you know, how do you build confidence as a basketball player? You know, we kind of work through things that are that um, the kids felt were holding them back from being the best version of themselves. I think um, if there's one thing that I wanted people to know who are interested in this camp is that um, I believe this is actually a unique opportunity just to, you know, for kids to, you know, just kind of get that extra push that maybe they might be looking for. It's something that, you know, I would have loved to have when I was, you know, in high school, just have someone who's been to the places I wanted to get to, to just kind of have like an unfiltered, you know, time on the court and also access, you know, to just ask things off the court, maybe questions that they have, concerns or fears. And I think anyone who signs up for this will definitely get that um, opportunity. And also, most important thing, we're going to have some fun. You know, basketball, it's a game of enjoyment. We're here to have fun. But, you know, we're also here to work. So I think uh, it's going to be a, a great time. So I'm looking forward to being back and uh, working with everyone who's interested. Hoop Seminar with Michael Ogine out there at Failure Sports Specific. You can go to Failure Sports. That's P-F-A-H-L-E-R sports.com. And uh, this is coming up later on next week. So you got a little bit of time left to hop in if you're interested. Uh, there'll be seminars for both high school and middle school boys and girls.
Last thing for you, Mike, uh, after you get done enjoying a sort of a return home, then what's next? Are you going back to France? And if so, what's, what's sort of the plan for your upcoming season? So um, I'm not actually sure yet. Right now I'm a free agent. I finished up with my team. So actually the day after the um, after I come to Missoula, I'll, I'll be leaving. So we're, we're done on Friday. That Saturday I'm flying back to LA. Sunday I'm flying to uh, Montenegro to spend a month there training just in preparation for my upcoming season. You know, that's, I'll be on the court. I'll be working on my body. I'll be you know, running up mountains, in the ocean, swimming, just kind of doing a lot of stuff with my um, strength coach out there in um, Europe. So that's kind of my plan for the next month, just train. And so I'm prepared for wherever I sign next year. I'll probably know within, you know, the next few weeks of where I'm going. But for now, I'm just a free agent, just focusing on being prepared for the next season and the next opportunity. Well, very cool. Best of luck with everything, both in the immediate future and the long-term future. And uh, thanks for joining us uh, here today, Mike. Good hearing from you, man. Of course. Good hearing from you too, man. There you go. Mike Ogine, one of the best uh, here on Nuanas Now. It's our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Great place to gather with family and friends alike. They always have food and drink specials, and they're open seven days a week. Go check them out. They're on the south side of town, 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Perhaps the greatest and certainly one of the most popular soccer players of all time is coming stateside. Will anybody in America care? Andrew certainly says yes. I want Rajim's take on it. We'll talk Lionel Messi to Miami next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, a ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I've been waiting to play this for my man for weeks. I had it on the playlist. Then we've been doing hip-hop history because it's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop in America coming up in August. And then we just kept kicking it down the road. So it's like today, we got to play the emotions because I I don't know how I stumbled upon this during my recent uh, sort of funk disco deep dive, but I, that, I don't know why. It just reminded me of you so much. Well, because it's funky and it's old. I'm funky and I'm old. Like, like literally and, and figuratively speaking. Here's You have a homework assignment, Colter. What okay, I'm I want ready. you to do is going forward as we kind of celebrate the uh, 50 years of hip-hop in America, you're going to take that song yeah. and then you're going to go home tonight and you're going to say, 
songs sampled by this song. And right. It's going to blow your no, mind totally. to see how many people have sampled. Uh, see, that's how I got on this track. I was at this bachelor party, and I kept I was just playing songs that have been sampled for all these dudes who never knew what the actual original song was. They only knew what the rap song was, right? So it, it was a fun educational experience. Welcome back. You want us now, ESPN Radio. It's time for our Garden City Spotlight, presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. Missoula Electric Co-op prioritizes sustainability. They have solar power uh, panels for their grid, and uh, they really want to make Missoula a very sustainable place, continue to be a very sustainable place. Happy uh, to have the Missoula Electric Co-op as part of our Garden City Spotlight uh, for the whole year of 2023. We have now uh, in studio with us Jordan Dillon, and this is fun. Sammy Kim's here too, but he's not on the TV and he's not on the radio. We're going to make him come on before he goes back uh, uh, for his professional football pursuits. But uh, Jordan and Sammy, partners, and uh, also Jordan, putting on a, a fun fundraiser coming up. First of all, thanks for coming in. How you doing? Great, thank you. Uh, first of all, tell us about this. Hub Gives Football Camp. So this is coming up on July 22nd, so about a month away. Uh, but this sounds like a fun event. Just, just give people sort of the general uh, the general scope of this thing. So Hub International Insurance, which is a brokerage right across the street from here, is uh very, very passionate about our community efforts and being involved and in giving back to the community that we do business with and to help fund our future endeavors through the remainder of 2023 and into 2024, we will be hosting the Hub Gives Football Camp fundraiser featuring current and former Grizz players such as Samuel Akim, Junior Bergen, and other players of that nature on July 22nd. Registration fees are $40 that can be paid either cash or Venmo. And we have a Facebook page that is marketing the event. Well, very cool. This is raising money for all sorts of good causes, many of which you've heard about around here on ESPN Radio, as well as uh, on our other Missoula Broadcasting stations, Watson's Children's Shelter, uh, Ronald McDonald House, uh, Anna Meals, Casa, and Glacier Ice Rink. What's Casa? I've never heard of that one. All the rest of these we are very heavily involved with. What's K-S-A, uh, K-A-S-A? So they are an organization that is actually appointed by the courts oh, okay. to be a partner to children that have been separated from their homes. Mm. So, you know, the families have their attorneys, and then the courts have their um, attorneys that represent them, and then Casa appoints a volunteer person who is basically the middleman in between the child and everybody else making the big decision. So they can actually stand in court and speak to the child's needs with only the child in mind. Well, that's awesome. Uh, a great cause, uh, to be sure. Yeah, I, out of all the, the charities and the monies that are going for it, this is by far my favorite. And it's an acronym for Court Appointed Special Advocate. Got it. And it's really it, this one is really important, especially as we have more and more marginalized children here, not only in Missoula, but just the great state of the 406. So um, this is a great opportunity to help fund something that helps fuel young people in there um, and their need to kind of get back on the right track. Well, is now ESPN Radio. Jordan Dillon joining us in studio along with Rajim Seabrook. I hope you're having a great Wednesday afternoon. The Hub Gives Football Camp, again, July 22nd. It's at Rollin Football Field. Uh, they're right next to my house, so that's the uh, the field. They're right in the heart. It's the of. only thing that separates us, Colter, is <laughs> that know, football for field. Sure. Like, I'm, in the, I'm on the east side. <laughs> you're right. on the west end zone right. and a lot of grass well, in between well, I think us. we should probably just walk over to a Loyola game this fall. It's kind of hard when I'm coaching on Sentinel. I can't watch, I know, I can't I know, watch I a game when I'm coaching at I know, the same time. I know, time. I know, I know. Uh, maybe there'll be one date where there's a Saturday game, a little Class B action. We'll watch it from your porch. That sounds pretty We can fun. do that. Uh, so there's uh, opportunities here for both uh, grade school and middle school kids, right? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, K through 5, that's going to take place 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. And then grades 6 through 8, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, till 1 p.m. So if people want to get involved in this, what do they need to know? How do they how do they sign up? So you can go to Samuel Akem's Facebook page. You can look up my Facebook page. We have a Facebook page dedicated to the event itself. It's called Hub Gives. Cool. Um, Best way to find it is probably via Samuel Akim's Facebook page and or my Facebook page. Samuel's name on Facebook is Samuel Akim and mine is Jordan Dillon. Well, very good. Uh, Certainly worthwhile causes to be sure. And uh, we'll post it on our social media as well so you can find it there. But if you want your kiddos uh, to... Hang out with some current and former Grizz players. Here's One of the, the greats. Here's the here's the full roster. Sammy Kim will be doing this as well as uh, current Grizz like Isaiah Childs, Junior Bergen, Sam Bidlack, uh, Kenyon Foster, who was a former Grizz as well. This guy will be helping out, right? Rajim Seabrook, uh, Mike Mods, and Lewis Hayes. So a bunch of uh, fun and great mentors for uh, your kiddos. Anything else to add, Jordan, before we get you out of here? Ultimately, it's just a wonderful opportunity to give back to the community. Like I said, all of that money is going directly back into the hands of the organizations that you mentioned. Examples of things that we have done. We um, sponsored the CASA banquet that they do annually to raise money. We were able to bring in our carrier partners, such as Liberty Mutual last year, to match our donation and give $10,000 back to the Ronald McDonald House. Money goes to Watson's Children's Shelter to buy those kids' backpacks and school supplies. So it really is just an incredible opportunity to give back and also get an opportunity to hang out with some of these players. We will have the opportunity for you to take pictures with the players and get to do a little bit of a meet and greet at the end of your camp um, and just get to hang out and talk to the boys. Well, if you got kids, I know you need some of them for them to do in the summer. So go check this out. Uh, it'll be all over Facebook, all over our Facebook page, and uh, a variety of ways for you to find out. And the best news is, you got some time. You got about a month uh, before Hub Gives Football Camp, July 22nd there at the uh, Loyola Football Field uh, here in Missoula. That's our Garden City Spotlight featuring Jordan Dillon from the uh, Hub Gives Football Camp. It's presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. Thanks for being here. This is fun. Thank you. You want us now, ESPN Radio. We got to talk about, is he actually the GOAT? But more importantly, what will the reaction of one of the greatest soccer players of all time come in stateside? Lionel Messi coming to Miami. Will anybody outside of Miami care? We'll discuss. Nope. Ne- next, <laughs> keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. So we've been doing uh, songs that then were subsequently sampled. I didn't realize that the Talking Heads version of that song was a sample. I thought that was a Talking Heads song my whole life until I went tripping down the Tina Turner rabbit hole. Love me some Al Green. I've listened to Al Green extensively. I didn't know that... The great reverend. Give I, him a, give, I, Make sure you get the title The, the reverend Al Green. There I, it is. I didn't know that he wrote that song. It's a sweet song. Yeah, but actually, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite rendition cover of that song? <sighs> I'm going to say Creedence Clearwater. Ooh, good one. Like, to me, them and Ike and Tina, like, no one else has touched that. Yeah, yeah. The way those two have touched it. Ike and Tina and then Creedence Clearwater, Revisited, Revival, and whatever other (laughs) redundant R they put in there 20 years after the fact. (laughs) No honest to hell, ESPN Radio. If you missed anything in today's show, Rajim Seabrook, been riding shotgun since the beginning. We also heard uh, from Jordan Dillon, who is uh, helping facilitate a uh, fundraiser football camp. Uh, coming up in about a month. And then we also heard 
from Michael Ogine, one of the great Grizz uh, players, uh, certainly of my time covering the uh, the Big Sky Conference. And uh, people out there seem to agree. We got several texts about the interview with Michael Ogine, who, by the way, is putting on a basketball seminar upcoming next week here in Missoula. He's been playing professionally over there in France for the last three years. But the the one one texter said. Uh, Michael Ogine, what a classy young man, one of the best Grizz ever in a lot of ways. Thanks for catching up with him. Yeah, it was good hearing from Mike. Uh, you can find everything from today's. I'm mad at Mike. Why? Why? Because he changed his number. Mike, I hope you're still listening. Ça passe. Bonjour. Comment ça va, garçon? En français, répétez avec moi, s'il vous plaît. Yes, trilingual man in the house. Uh, Amazing. I am mad because he, over there, you know, across the pond, is wearing number one. Yeah. And I still, I got that number zero jersey. Yeah, I need to, I need to yeah, see yeah. that zero fly, baby. Let's go, Mike. <laughs> M.O. If you want to uh, check out that Michael Gina interview, check out the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M store where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day, anytime you're on the Montana State campus. Lionel Messi ha- has certainly been one of the great stars in all of sports over the last half decade plus. He um, has rose to unbelievable levels of international fame and also earning capabilities. He has been, he and Cristiano Ronaldo have been the the two highest paid athletes in terms of just their straight salary in all the world playing there in the uh, English Premier League. And Messi then reached even a higher height this last World Cup by leading Argentina to the World Cup and this has all then culminated now in Lionel Messi leaving the EPL and coming stateside to Major League Soccer. This is a move that's been made before. David Beckham sort of did this uh, same deal. But I would argue Beckham certainly had worldwide fame and certainly uh, was a very uh, prestigious acquisition for the MLS. But David Beckham pales in comparison to the quality of player that Lionel Messi is. Oh yeah. What do you think of this, though? I mean, I don't know if Messi's necessarily the the greatest player in the world right now, but he is certainly one of, if not the greatest soccer players of all time. Like that World Cup just sort of uh, put a feather in the cap of that argument. So I, I was just trying. I was thinking of parallels. Like if LeBron James or Kobe Bryant went and played in Europe or China, it would be hysteria. It would be unbelievable pandemonium. Certainly, people in America are going to be interested in this. Those countries would also be unbelievably broke. No, totally. trying to play someone like LeBron it's James. T- totally. Uh, what do you? I mean, what do you think the reaction stateside is going to be? I mean, it's just crazy. You have like the the biggest sport in the world is soccer, and Lionel Messi is arguably the biggest star in that sport. Yet there's there's a little bit of fanfare here, but not really about this. Uh, may, or maybe it's just because I live in Montana and I know nothing. I, I think I think <laughs> I, uh, it's like an SAT question D, all of the above, right? So what I think what I think this does is actually it, it shifts a little bit of, of light back to soccer here in America. For sure. I think that you know he. I don't care if you like soccer or not. Anytime you think soccer, there's five names that come out your mouth, and Messi's probably one of the first three. For sure. So with such a person in stature, uh, 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 athletic accomplishments, it might give us an uptick in soccer in America. Be- oh, it certainly will. It, and it already has. When you look at pre, sure. pre, preseason uh, ticket sales, jersey sales, he's already impacting it. And, yeah, he, right. and he's not even here, per se, here yet. I think that's been the, one of the things that has held back the growth of the game in America from a visual perspective is the fact that 
Sports fans now, they do know who some of the best soccer players totally. in the world are. Absolutely. All those guys play in the EPL, so to watch them live, you have to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning if you're living in the mountain or, or Pacific oh, time totally, zones. You totally. Know? And so Americans, it's not as necessarily... I, I do think that 30 years ago, Americans were anti-soccer. They didn't, you know, no. they, they didn't really yeah. know much about it, and we weren't... Good. The United States wasn't good at it at, at all. all. And I, I don't think now that there, it's necessarily anti-American. I just think that... Sports fans, if you're just a general sports fan, you know that the best players aren't playing here. I think that holds back the growth of it. But when you have one of the best players coming to play here, I agree. It has a chance to make it grow. Yeah, it's coming to America part three. Thanks, Mr. Messi. The other part about it is I, I like <laughs> what you're... Those movies are so funny. Dude, they're, they're hilarious. Like, hilarious. We digress, Eddie, folks. Sorry. Eddie Murphy Peak is just too good. I love the barbershop scene. Sorry, we are I mean, so going off no, the rails I, I right know, now. I know. It's it's just Rocky Marciano. <laughs> I tell you, he's the greatest. Rocky. <laughs> Anyways. Um I uh, no, I do I do think that Messi's uh presence in the MLS will will help spread the brand, grow grow the exposure. Absolutely. The Absolutely. And I think it actually and I'm not the biggest soccer fan, ladies and gentlemen, and kids of all ages. But what I do think it helps is giving another sport more life for people to get out and recreate. For sure. Um, if not for anything else, this will increase possibly people engaging and in, in exercising and getting out and doing something healthy, let alone supporting a, a fastly a fast growing sport. We only have about five minutes. But uh, we got to talk about the uh, the news of the day, or I guess the news of yesterday, uh, times two, inv- involving the Washington Wizards. <laughs> they, they they somehow, someway traded Bradley Beal's contract. Okay, that's a plus. They somehow, someway got back Chris Paul, which I love Chris Paul. He's one of my favorite NBA players of all time. But he's also old. Diminishing returns for the amount of money he's getting paid. The last contract he got was paying for 33-year-old Chris Paul. Now it's 38-year-old Chris Paul, and he's still going to be making 50-plus million dollars a year, so it's a bad contract. It not Chris Paul certainly could and probably will be pretty good next year still. Absolutely. It's just not good if you're a rebuilding team to take no. on a $50 million salary for a guy that's in his late 30s that's been in the NBA for 15-plus years. And, oh, by the way, he's about 6 feet, 180 pounds. So They're going to flip him. <laughs> They're flipping Chris <laughs> Paul. Chris flip- Paul's not okay. going to be on the Wizards next no, year. Okay, so then, Andrew, you're a Washington guy. You're a, you're a D.C. guy. The, the Wizards somehow get rid of Bradley Bill's contract. That's a plus. But they get uh, uh, this sort of diminishing asset in Chris Paul in return. But then they also trade Christos Porzingis today, who actually was not only had the first healthy full season of his career, but was pretty darn good last year. And this comes on the heels of Kyle Kuzma saying, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not going to take my option. So where are we at with the Wizards? Are they, are they just trying to bottom this thing out? And if so, why didn't they just do that this year? Well, I have no answer for your second question. The answer to your second question is because <laughs> they're, the, they're wizards. the wizards. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, going going hell bent for leather to try to get a play in spot this year when Victor Wembanyama was coming out, so and then silly. immediately pivoting and now tanking for next year right. is just incredibly a Washington Wizards thing to do because it makes no sense. Makes no sense go- if you're going to tank this year. Now, I guess next year. They're doing it pretty well. They're getting rid of everything that's not nailed down. They didn't really have a choice on what they got back for the Beal contract because Brad Beal has a no-trade clause. Right. He's the only guy in the NBA with a no-trade clause on a Supermax, and you're never <laughs> going to see one again. Never going to see one again. Because every other GM in the league is going to be like, oh, well, they got 
Chris Paul and some second-round picks for Bradley Beal because he could dictate where he wanted to go? Yeah. Never happening again. Never happening again. So that's bad, but I think we'll see what the draft compensation is in this Porzingis deal. Hopefully it's multiple other first-rounders. Right. Because he's got some trade value. Right. Um, and Their biggest then, issue, though, is they never know how, who to draft. They don't draft right, and then if they do get it right, they don't develop right. They, well, I can't argue against that. That's just like <laughs> endemic to the Washington Wizards. It's it's the characteristic. Yeah, they can't do anything about that. They're giving yeah. themselves more chances. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, Chris Paul would actually kind of be an interesting piece to have around, like if you had any young, promising players oh, on no, the roster. Sure. That could benefit from playing a couple years with the greatest or one of the greatest point guards of all time. Wizards don't have anybody like that, so uh, they're going to flip him, and we'll, we'll see what shakes out. Last thoughts on this, and this is going to probably certainly string into tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow's show, another uh, jam-packed slate for you. Paige Rasmussen, a Montana cowgirl, Montana State competitor who just won a national championship will join us. Layla Bauman, who is the point guard on Billings West's state championship team, will also join us. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports will be here as well. And uh, we'll also have some baseball with Jeff Safford and a little Big Sky Conference with Andrew Houghton as well. But last thought on this, when it comes to the Suns' perspective, NBA Twitter and NBA social media is hilarious to me. It's amazing to me how many people passionately follow the NBA and they think that the NBA is a video game. They don't understand that there's not there's not unbelievable amounts of shots for everybody to go uh, uh. so much of the NBA Twitter was saying, "Oh my gosh, the Suns are going to win the title next year. They got three All-Stars. They got Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal." Who's going to pass them the ball? That's why Chris Paul's a great person to have on your team because he only picks and chooses his spots to get his 18 to 20 a game, but he's also averaging 12 assists a game. He's passing all the time. Bradley Beal hasn't passed in five years. Bradley Beal has not passed the ball since he got that Supermax contract. Because he went to Carmelo School of Scoring. I mean, if you have it, 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 all these, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and, and uh, Bradley Beal all have like 30 to 35% usage rates. Well, like you can only have 100% of a usage rate. Who's going to default? It ain't going to be Durant. It ain't going to be Booker. So then what's Bradley Beal going to do when he's sitting over here making $60 million and, uh, you know, to be a third guy on a Phoenix team? I don't know. We'll be back at it tomorrow. For uh, Jim Seabrook, I am Coulter Nuanez. This has been Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.